I'm Jenny Carlson. I'm Barry Trammell. Welcome to the Jenny and Barry Show. The Thunder begins the post-All-Star break stretch run this week, and boy, do these next couple months promise to be fun. The Thunder could make a serious push for the top spot in the Western Conference. Then, who knows? We know many of the reasons why the Thunder is this good. Shea Gildas-Alexander is having an MVP-worthy season. Chad Holmgren is the favorite for Rookie of the Year. But the Thunder is poised for greatness because it has a big three. Jalen Williams looks to be a star in the making. The Santa Clara product is coming off back-to-back 30-point games, and he plays some of his best basketball in crunch time. How good is he, and how good could he become? We'll talk about all that and much more. But first, we want to say thanks to these sponsors for supporting The Jenny and Barry Show. The Oklahoma Ford Dealers Association, Mint First Bank, Next Gen Roofing, Two Fellows Movers, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, 988, Oklahoma's Mental Health Lifeline. Drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. And let's face it, if you're moving, a box of pizza and a case of beer just don't work like they used to. Nobody wants to help you. But we know two fellows who love moving. At Two Fellows Moving Company, we offer free, no-strings quotes for your move. With more than 20 years' experience, we've pretty much moved it all. Our services don't end at moving either. Need to do some remodeling or spring cleaning? We've got you covered with dumpster rentals and junk haul services. Remember, all the quotes are free and there are no strings attached. If you're moving in Oklahoma, make sure to call the fellas. Visit twofellas.com for your free quote today. Well, Barry, Jalen Williams, the Santa Clara product, Santa Clara Williams, as you like to call him, uh, might call him a lot more things as the year goes on because he is playing some spectacular basketball, back-to-back 30-point games before the All-Star break. Then he hits the winning shot in the Rising Stars game, games, whatever they were (laughs) over the weekend in Indianapolis. Can we say that Jalen Williams has arrived on the big stage? I sort of think we can. You know, we had that. We had that uh, magic thunder showdown last Thunder game before the All-Star break, and that's a matchup, of course, of uh, Paulo Banquero and Chet Holmgren, the top two picks in the 22 draft. John Hollinger is an ESPN analyst, been uh, sort of on the forefront of analytics, just a really uh, astute NBA observer. He sent out one of the all-time tweets after that game. He said, we have finally settled the Paolo Banquero-Chet Holmgren debate. The answer is, Jalen Williams. So, I mean, it's possible that Santa Clara is becomes the best player out of that 22 draft, which has not been a dud draft. No. So he's really, he's really emerged. He's changed the trajectory of the Thunder future. You know, remember we there for a while. Well, can the Thunder get a superstar? Uh, turns out they did get one. Can the Thunder get a second star? Well, turns out it looks like they've got a good chance. Now it looks like they got a chance at three. The Thunder is uh, riding high because of Santa Clara Williams. Yeah, you know, talk about big stages over the weekend. For all the goofiness that All-Star Weekend becomes, and we saw it get really goofy in the All-Star game, 200 points, Barry, scored in the All-Star game. Come on. We gave all sorts of good advice last week about how to fix All-Star Weekend. The NBA needs to just come to us now. We can fix it all, Barry. (laughs) Yeah, that that was a struggle. It was a struggle. But the one thing that does come out of that that's interesting 
is all these guys, all these great players in the NBA in one spot, and they do a, quite a bit of media interviews, reporters getting to ask all sorts of questions. And one of the questions that got asked to a couple of the guys was, you know, most underrated player in the league. And I believe it was uh, Anthony um, Edwards from Minnesota, who's obviously a great young star himself. He said Jalen Williams, you know? And so I think that people in the league know what Jalen Williams is about. They know he's a supremely talented offensive player. We can get into some of that in a minute. But he's also really good defensively. Now, you know, they're still going to put Lou Dort on the best player more than likely. But we've seen Jalen Williams guarding you know, Victor Wimbanyama, we've seen him guarding guys that are a lot bigger than him, not to say that they go scoreless. That doesn't happen in the NBA. But this guy can do a little bit of everything, and it sure seems like the league, people around the NBA are paying attention and know what Jalen Williams is all about at this point. You're exactly right, Jack. When we focus on that offense, which, you know, is natural. We all do that. It's great. But you're right about the defense. And when you look at the Thunder Big Three, Holmgren is clearly a defensive difference maker. But SGA is a solid defender, maybe even better than that. Leads the league in steals. Always has uh, had great defensive potential with the wide, uh, long wingspan. And now here comes Santa Clara Williams. Same thing. Strong. able to guard a variety of players. So when your three best offensive players are all really good defensive players, that gives you a foundation unlike most teams. So that's one of the things that really portends very well for the Thunder future. You know, as you think about the future, I mean, obviously this weekend, All-Star weekend, Shea Gilgis-Alexander makes his first start in the game, which was you know, huge considering how how talent-laden the West is at guard to see him get that start. Then you start to think about these rising stars, guys. And I think, you know, a lot of people expect Chet Holmgren to be an all-star at some point. But what about Jalen Williams, Barry? Was maybe this weekend, all-star weekend, the last one in a while that Jalen Williams won't be in the big game himself? Probably. Maybe Maybe the only thing that can stand in the way of Santa Clara's all-star candidacy is those two teammates of his. Because right. it's hard to get three on a team. Yeah. If Holmgren continues to progress, then you've got you got to deal with that. But Jalen Williams had a he had quite a bit of buzz to make the All Star team um, this season. Yeah. Uh, people like Zach Lowe were always mentioned him as a as a candidate. He was not, I would say, one of the finalists. He wasn't one of the last two or three out, but he was definitely, I would say, in the top twenty among the guys under consideration to make the Western team. Now the Western team is always tougher to make than the East. You saw people like Scotty Barnes and Bancaro make the all-star team for the Eastern Conference this year. Uh, Santa Clara would have gotten in ahead of either one of those guys, I think, Um, if if if, if he was in the East, this kind of player in the East. So the Western Conference has always and looks to be in the near future, at least continuing, uh, an impediment for all-star selection. But he's knocking on the door, and for all we know, he's going to bang it. Uh, he's going to bang it down. I uh, I uh, went and did some research. He's 22. He turns 23 in April, so this is basically his age 22 season. I went and looked at at recent Thunder uh, stars of young ilk. I didn't use Kevin Durant because Kevin's from a different planet. Kevin yeah. Durant is, you know, he's he's a different level of of, of NBA talent. 
what I looked at, James Harden, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Russell Westbrook. And I looked at points per game, which is a solid stat. And then I looked at the two uh, that I really uh, follow the most. One is true shooting percentage. The other is uh, PER, which is John Hollinger's uh, personal efficiency, player efficiency rating. So when you look at both their second season in the league and their age 22 season, Santa Clara Williams ranks right there with those guys. Wow. Um, His his true shooting percentage is better than any of those guys. His PER is is in the neighborhood. Uh, So... This is a guy whose whose potential is is skyrocketing, and his he's channeling with with the very best players in the game on yeah. where he should be at this point in his career. Yeah, you talk about shooting percentage, Barry. Uh, he's in the top five in the league in three point shooting percentage as we head into this stretch run. He's shooting forty five point three percent, and just to give you an idea, that that ranks around Grayson Allen, Luke Kennard. Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell. I mean, those are the guys he's in the conversation with. I mean, especially those first two, you think about, you know, truly shooters. I'm not sure a lot of people would have thought Jalen Williams would approach anywhere close to that. Um, In, you know, the thing is, though, that's interesting. (laughs) I was looking at this in terms of three point attempts. He actually ranks behind on the Thunder, Lou Dort, Isaiah Joe, Chet Holmgren, Shea Gildress Alexander. Hey, Jalen, shoot more threes, shoot more threes. His stock could soar even higher if he got more three-pointers, Barry. Yeah, uh, that's what's been the explosive part of his game this year, This uh, his ability to, to knock down the deep ball. And he was okay last year as a rookie, but not, you know, not great. You certainly didn't think he was going to turn into you know, Steph Curry from deep. But you're looking at a player who's an all-around player. Versatile defensively, versatile offensively, can do a little bit of everything uh, and do a whole lot of things really well at a star level. I know, by the way, he's one of the best shooters in the league. Now, I'm not saying this because I think this is who this guy's going to be, but that's Michael Jordan stuff. Um, (laughs) A guy that can be that good at everything and, oh, yeah, be an unbelievable shooter. I mean, that's that's superstar level, not just that's not star level. That's superstar. I did some more research. I went looked at some of, of the best wings in the game today. I looked at Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I went back and looked at their age 22 season. And Tatum was in his fourth year by then. The others in their third year. Santa Clara's just in his second. But his true shooting percentage trumps all of them. His PER is sort of in the middle of them. But, I mean, that's the company he's keeping. It's He's he's producing like a like a young Harden and a young Westbrook and a young SGA and and Jason Tatum and Kawhi Leonard did and Paul George. This is a guy that that has all the makings of an NBA superstar. So you're comparing him to Michael Jordan. Seems high. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but it's interesting to to go out and sort of find who he compares to. You know, it's really interesting to go back two years ago and see who he was being compared to heading into the draft. And there are some guys that you would say, okay, you know, uh, Pascal Siakam, as far as his length and his reach and his defense, some of those things. Um, I saw DeMar DeRozan's name thrown out there when I went back and looked at some of those 
draft prognosis, which nothing wrong with being compared no. to DeMar DeRozan. But or Siakam, or Siakam. Or Siakam. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton sort of springs to mind too, which obviously he's having a fantastic season uh, in Indianapolis this year. So all really good players. But when you start talking about historic, um, big picture, I mean – yeah, he and we've talked about him before, Barry. I think you use the the phrase, you know, Swiss Army knife when it comes to what he does. He does a little bit of everything. And, you know, it's interesting, um, as I was going back to look at some of those pre-draft evaluations, there were, there were questions now that seem laughable, uh, questions of Jalen Williams that seem laughable now. Can he get to the rim? You know, it, it, how's he going to hold up yeah. against, uh, against NBA defenders? Um, answer. He can get to the rim just fine and with authority. So some of the questions that were out there, and frankly, because he went to Santa Clara, a mid-major, maybe you didn't have as much uh, you know, film of him, video of him. You didn't get to see him against the top-level teams. I think it speaks again to you know, Sam Presti, his team's vision, to see what could be. And obviously, Jalen Williams is have to think he's far exceeded what they even thought but still to see the possibility i mean that speaks pretty highly to sam presti his drafting team but also then to what jalen williams has put in because you know we saw it last year barry we saw some really really positive signs and yet here's a guy that continues to be on a, a massive uptick in year two i mean talk about big three i think when we're you know, how big is the big three potentially? I think it could be a pretty dang good uh, trio of players. Well, I mean, the uh, the optimism is high and should be high. SGA is a made man. We know he's a superstar. Right. I mean, that's that's clear. He made first team all NBA last year, NBA all-star uh, all starter this year, uh, a guy whose consistency, uh, durability, all those things have been proven by now. Um, we think the same in terms of the star level uh, for Santa Clara and Chet Holmgren. We think that's coming too, and there are no reasons not to think it. Lots of things could derail it. Um, you know, no reason to even mention them. People know what they are, but uh, but they're certainly on track to get there. And frankly, we've seen the big three before for the Thunder, and. Uh, that was uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, with uh, 12 years ago, keep going back, <laughs> with the Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. The difference is uh, we saw it pretty early with Westbrook. We didn't really see it with Harden until yeah. year three. And even when he left, we didn't know it. We didn't know the level of his stardom. I think uh, Sam Presti would, would probably do a different deal or no deal at all if he even realized the level of Harden's stardom uh, potential. But Santa Clara's surpassed that. We sort of, at this point in their careers, Santa Clara has more potential than even James Harden had. So that makes the future limitless for the Thunder. Now, winning championships, reaching the NBA Finals, reaching the West Finals is Herculean task year after year after year. So this does not guarantee any kind of success. When we were young and naive, we thought so. Back in 2012, lose to the Heat in the finals. Ah, who cares? They'll be back next year. Well, they still haven't made it back. Yeah. But the 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 outlook is fantastic when you have three players this good, this young. I think the interesting thing about this big three is it's different than that first big three too, because you look at the type of player that 
players that Durant, Westbrook, and Harden were. And they were very much primary ball handlers who could create. They were fantastic at it, obviously. I mean, splendid in every aspect when it came to that offense. But they were sort of a uh, a like-minded band of uh, merry men. These three are different. You know, you've got SGA, who's the who's the ball handler. He can get to the rim. He can create so much, facilitate when he needs to. You've got Chet, who can do a lot of those things, but is a big who can defend. And then, you know, Jalen Williams is kind of a, a guy that you can use in a lot of different ways. They really are more complementary than that big three that we had before. Yes, it worked great. Yes, there was great success with Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. But it feels like in this era of positionless basketball, when you've got three guys that can play so well together, but all do so many different things, to me, Barry, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that they're going to surpass that first uh, big three that Oklahoma City was able to enjoy. But it's interesting to think that this is a differently constructed group of three emerging superstars, essentially. It feels different than it did the first time around. And maybe maybe that means more high-level success moving forward. Yeah, and you're right. It does, when, when you have guys that varied in talent and skill, you can do more things. You can get more things done. Now, uh, Westbrook, Harden, and Durant coming at you. Uh, with their with their uh, similar skills was an irresistible force as well. Yeah. But having versatility, having flexibility is a great thing. And uh, here's an example of that. If you'll watch the Thunder games, you know, Santa Clara often is sort of low-key in the first quarter. He doesn't usually get off to a rip-roaring start. He's more of a, he's more of a wingman. He's more of a... Of a sidekick. Uh, a sidekick. He's more of a, a role player in some ways. And then SGA goes to the bench, and not so much in the second quarter have I seen this, but in the fourth quarter, he'll take just take over the game. That's yeah. when SGA sits out. That's when a lot of the bench is playing. And Santa Clara says, somebody throw me the ball. And, uh, you know, everybody, everybody's put your feet up. And that's what he did in Orlando when he, when he exploded for the 30-something points. He's done that a lot. He's one of the NBA's best. Clutch players, fourth quarter players. This is a guy that can do. He seems to be fine playing playing uh, sidekick, uh, and then he's uh, become superstar when necessary. Now the question is, he's fine with that at twenty two. Is he going to be okay with that at twenty four? Right. Those are questions that are legitimate questions. We don't know the answer, but as of now, he's he's just a phenomenal a phenomenal piece of this team, and that. He can do so many things and uh, just sort of trans transform himself into whatever the Thunder needs, whether it's just a subsidiary to, to SGA or take over a game himself. Yeah, that personality is a big part of this. And, you know, obviously that ultimately became a sticking point for James Harden. He wanted to do more, be more. He was more. I mean, let's be honest. It 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 was it was obvious that all of those things were possible once he was in the position to, you know, lead the team. But you've got Russell Westbrook. It's a little bit hard. You knew Russell Westbrook was that guy. Different, but, you know, still able to carry it. And that's why Oklahoma City decided to do what it did. But um, if Williams, if Jalen Williams can maintain, you know, the, that he, he likes where he is, he feels good about his role, 
Um, I think it could be a long-term thing. And, you know, it seems to me, I mentioned before, Barry, this is a guy that we saw make big, big strides as a rookie. He's making big, big strides again as a sophomore. Makes you sort of think, where's the upside? What's the ceiling? I'm not sure we've seen him come close to it yet because it really does feel like he's a guy that continues to evolve. So what, what is the upside? I mean, for crying out loud, you mentioned Michael Jordan before, so I feel like the upside in your mind might be pretty darn high. Yeah, I mean, I've been throwing out some names I probably shouldn't have thrown out already. Michael Jordan, Jason Tatum, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. That's probably not fair to them or to Santa Clara Williams. Um, I do think it's safe to say this. I think the C, I'm, I'm sorry, I think the floor is Jalen Brown, mm. who is the Celtics perennial all-star. I think that's the, I think that's the floor. I think that's about the worst that Jalen Williams could be barring, you know, some sort of injury or anything. Right. Um, he's, he's that good already. Some people would argue he's as, as good now as Jalen Brown is. So. Uh, he sort of reached that plateau, and can he get into the Paul George? Maybe, mm-hmm. likely, probably. Can he get to Kawhi Leonard? I don't know. Kawhi is a heck of a, a basketball player, but just the idea that you might even think so, yeah, is just one. It's it's just wonderful possibility. Just the, just the idea that better keep an eye on him just in case he does, <laughs> and it's at least possible. Yeah. Yeah. And the same sort of way that you have to tip your cap to Sam Presti and his group for drafting Jalen Williams, for seeing potential that might lead to something like this. Tip of the cap to to Thunder Development. You know, that was such a buzzword back in the day when they did have that younger group the first time around, how they developed players. Well, we're seeing it again. And yes, a lot of credit has to go to the individual players because they make the commitment to go and work and get better. But you got to also credit the way that Mark Dagnall and his group has developed these guys, continues to, you know, stretch them to play into strengths, but also to ask them to do uh, more and different and find maybe even more strengths. So I think that's really interesting the way that, you know, you've got a guy that has shown himself capable of improving, playing for a franchise that has shown itself willing and able to develop young talent. So it seems like a really, really good marriage between Jalen Williams, this franchise, this group of guys around him as well. So as we're talking about upside, as we're talking about potential, we know SGA is supremely talented. One of the one of the best players on the planet, you know, when when you start talking about how great he's he is and has been, is there a chance Jalen Williams potentially could be as good as SGA. Are we are we getting to the point where that's even worth talking about? I think we have to say yes, just because two things. One, our eyeballs tell us that. Yeah. A lot of nights, most nights this season, SGA, you could watch and say he's the better player. But a lot of nights, you look and say, it's pretty close. There's not that big a difference between them. There's three years difference. Um, SGA's 25, Santa Clara 22. Yeah. So that gives Santa Clara some time to catch up, and he can just do so many things. You know, we used to think of Holmgren. I say used to like he's 47 years old. But when <laughs> Holmgren, Holmgren first got in the league, we said, you know, he's got a two-track 
path to stardom. He could be great offense, great defense. Turns out he's really good on both, maybe get to great on both. Well, it's time we did that with Santa Clara because he's a, he's a defensive force. And, oh, yeah, he's one of the best offensive players in the league. So if you're that good on offense and that good on defense, it's hard to put any limits on you. It's hard to say you can't be as good as Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah. So I, 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 odds are he won't be that good because it's very difficult to make a first-team All-NBA. That's about the hardest plateau in sport to crack. Five best players in basketball. But he's at least got a shot because he plays next to the guy that's done it. And there's not a massive difference in, in their productivity and their value to this team. Yeah. And when you, you know, you mentioned 22 and it seems, you know, because he was a longer uh, college player than SGA, SGA was a, was a, was a quick uh, trigger to get to the NBA. And obviously it's paid off, you know, smashingly. So you tend to, I tend to think about Jalen Williams as being one of the older guys, and maybe that's a little bit his personality. He's, he's kind of got an old soul personality to him and that he's very, you know, he, even though he says and does goofy things in the post game interviews and all of that stuff. And he's fun follow on social media because he, you know, will, will poke at himself or poke at the guys. And, you know, he is, he's, he's funny. He's got that, that to him, but you know, he's pretty straight laced as, as far as, you know, saying what he thinks. Um, so you tend to, I tend to think of him as older than 22, but when you start to wrap your brain around that, Barry, 22, <laughs> by the way, when you said Chet Holmgren, act like he's 47, 47 old, because if that's old, I'm in trouble, but 22 is definitely young. Yeah. And Santa Clara, he does, he does have sort of a, a youthful personality. Um, he he's not one of these grizzled veteran NBA players that tries to act cool. It's a he, refreshing personality. It, it, it's very refreshing. Very refreshing. So yeah. he's uh he doesn't take himself too seriously. And the longer that holds, the better off everybody's gonna be, including himself. So yeah, the future's gr the future's very bright for this. And what you said about the Thunder Brass from Sam and his scouting department saying, hey, this is the guy we need. Uh, Mark Dagnall and his coaching staff saying, hey, look at this guy. What can we do with him? It's, just been, a, it's been a perfect marriage, and his development has just been exemplary. And uh, in many ways, the envy of the league. Yeah. Well, lots more basketball to be played as the stretch run hits, and we'll be watching Jalen Williams and the rest of the Thunder, but we've got to get out of here for this week. We've got all sorts of Thunder coverage at selloutcrowd.com, and you can find some on our web pages as well. That's barrytrammell.com and jenny-carlson.com. If you want to see our content sent straight to your inbox, you can sign up for our newsletters. It's an easy thing to do. It's free. Just head to selloutcrowd.com and opt in. If this happens to be your first time hearing or watching us, be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.